What's up, everybody? Welcome and thanks for tuning in. Uh, this is a shorter one today. We're diving into how to overcome the plateaus uh, in your strength training or in your training in general. If you can't get more flexible, if you can't seem to be able to bench or squat anymore and you've hit a bit of a plateau, then we're going to lay out some of our strategies that we use to overcome those plateaus and keep building muscle, keep getting stronger, keep getting more flexible and some of the things that we apply in that context. If you're looking for a little bit of guidance and you want to uh, chat training and get some more feedback and maybe a little bit of help on what to do with your training, then feel free to shoot us a message, shoot us a DM or hit our website, thepeoplesgym.net.au. We've got online programs. We're happy just to give some free information and do a bit of a consultation with you. So reach out if you want some support. Otherwise, enjoy the podcast. Um, shout out to all of our sponsors that we don't have yet. Um, so enjoy and we'll speak to you soon. Welcome everybody back to the podcast, a bit of TPG talk. We've got our coffee here. Oh, I got a coffee. You don't have a coffee, but that's all right. I got a coffee here. We're gonna um, we're gonna kick it off with a little bit of a segment we're gonna bring in called Beast of the Week or Beasts of the Week. And we're gonna uh, we're both gonna give one one thing we've seen, one account we've come across, one person that we've come across something online or whatever this week that they're the beast of the week. Um, for me. I'm going to throw it out there and say uh, Big Mike Van Wick is the beast of the week for me. He's just the goat. He's the goat of just stalking straight straight truth on, on Instagram, on TikTok, just online. Just calling it as he sees it. Just a lot of respect. Doesn't, uh, doesn't pander to the, to the gym bro nonsense. He just calls it as he sees it and it is, it is good. And he's also just massive. He's just a big guy. And uh, yeah, big. So that's, shout out to Mike Van Wick. Um, that's my beast of the week. How about mm. you? Mine was we before we press record is um, this guy called Owen Livesley. Owen Livesley, um, absolute beast, uh, jiu-jitsu black belt and judo black belt. Um, absolute weapon of a absolute, man. Just, if we're talking physical specimens, that oh could just man. that could just probably de- dominate a bear. Oh yeah, that's your man. He's, <laughs> that's he, the guy. Yeah, he's an absolute monster, and like I I. Um, I'm in the grappling world, um, doing jujitsu for quite a little bit now. Humble blue belt, right? Humble blue Humble belt. Blue belt. Um, <laughs> so, you know, still the the nail, not the hammer, just yet. But, but him, he is an absolute specimen. Just, just he, watching him. Here's a photo. Let's just find this photo that we we're looking at. Just uh, watching him like sweep and grapple dudes and just dominate. Look at them this guy. And, yeah, just dominate him on the mat. The other thing He's I love about thick him, as a tree. Thick as a tree. The other thing I love about him is he's probably one of the only guys in that space. Um, well, one of a very few guys that actually talks about strength training and yeah, true. how like important it is. Because if you're not familiar with the jiu-jitsu culture, there's this whole like um, you know thing around like oh you shouldn't be big and strong and athletic, yeah. you know, because technique wins. And yeah, technique definitely wins until but, you wrestle a bear. Well, if both <laughs> if you're at the same technique, it's who's the most has who is the most athletic is going to win. You That's know, true. If you're both the same technique. So he's a guy that I love because he talks a lot about like, he's just straight fire. Yeah. Like, nah, get jacked. Lift heavy. He's a beast. Get strong. Dominate. Literally people. a grizzly bear. Yeah, oh, so man. He's my beast. Owen Lively. Go check him out at Owen. I'm just called Lives. I think of his name. Go look at this specimen of a man. Mm. And just how big he is. Oh. And uh, you'll be impressed. All right, beast of the week. There you go. If you've seen, if, if there's anything else that people have seen, we're keen, keen to see the weapons that are out there. Honorable mention to Will Rattel, if you don't follow oh. him yet. 
um, on Instagram, Will Rattel, just the Hoss Project, I think oh. is his program. He's another weapon, just dunking and lifting and just an athletic specimen. There's so many out there that are like underrated. Like get off the, get, get away from the bodybuilding nonsense. No, not nonsense. I do like bodybuilding, go but on. go and yeah, the classic bodybuilding only, but get away from some of that stuff and some of this new age sort of, you know, fancy bodybuilding stuff. Go and check out some of these absolute weapons like David Patterson, 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 David Pat- Patterson. I want to call him Pattinson, but that's not his name. David Patterson, another weapon. Will Rattel. Uh, what's, what's his name? Um, uh, so American many. bloke who's Olympic lifts a lot, massive legs. I uh, used to train in his basement. What's his name? Um, oh, I've forgotten his name. Big beard. Uh, Evan Rutledge is his name. I can't remember his name on Instagram. Girth. Anyway, Girth, Girth Brooks. Brooks, another absolute monster of a man. Yeah. Uh, anyway, they're out there. They're, that's the thing. They're out uh, there. You're right. Like when you see, like there is just so many little pockets of the internet and. You know, there's so many just absolute machines out there that are such good coaches, but they barely have a following. And it's absolutely bonkers to me that, like, compared to other people, yeah, you know, they get this massive following and they're, you're like, they're just spitting out absolute dribble. Yeah. And they're just gooses. And then you've got, like, these other people, like the Hoss Project, right? That oh. guy's just an absolute. He's beast. about it. He's, um, he's just about it. I've been down his YouTube. Yeah. Tunnel recently, just yeah. like re- like listening to all these stuff yeah, and nice. watching him. Oh my good grief! How do we how do we miss over the absolute um, Brisbane goat of strength? That probably one of the strongest in Australia, I reckon, hundred uh, percent. Tom Haverfield. Yeah. Uh, what's his I'm name on Instagram again? What's his in name? In the world. What's man. his name Tom on Instagram? Tom underscore Haviland. Haviland, not Haverfield. Haviland. Is that his name on Instagram? Haviland, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Tom it's Haviland. Like, Tom, Tom that, Haviland. I wouldn't say an Australian man. in the world. In the world. There's no way. Like he's up there. He'd be He's one insane. of the strongest, most conditioned human beings on the face of the planet. That yeah. guy is like, anytime that I ever think that I'm like, oh, that's a pretty strong thing, Joel, you did. I just like click on his Instagram. <laughs> I'm like, you are nothing but a pleb, Joel. That's you true. Weak piece of trash. You got to play your own game, but hey, those people are out there and they just. What did he? I think they get. What did he they get strong carry? because they just they just do their thing. They don't really care about the clout. And I feel like that's the difference. If you just. Get in the gym or get wherever you want to go. Just get out there, put the work in, and you'll get there. If you put the work in and you keep putting the work in, play your own game, that's where you find that. that that's how those weapons are made. It's like they just get into the fire and they just get refined. You and know what I mean? They don't go for trends. They're not like, if you notice all the guys that, you, if you go and look up all the, the people that we're chatting about, talking about, you'll kind of notice one thing that they do, right? Is they're not like in the trends. You know, That's they it. follow the patterns that you should be following. They right? just stick to you know, it. Basic things. And yeah. They just like progress it, and they put the blinkers on. Yeah, and, and they, they just, just go for they it. just go. I mean, what did Tom Haviland farmers carry? What was that insane I don't know, amount? Like of thousand pounds, I think, for like That's ten meters. Disgusting. Carried a thousand pounds across his driveway. What's that in kilograms? I'm not sure. I'm sure uh, it was like four hundred and ninety something. That's kilos. disgusting. Yeah, it was ridiculous. That's insane. You know, that is absolutely bonkers. He's the other weapon. one that he went viral with Absolute was that friggin'. Specimen. Um, snatch to Zercher or whatever the deadlift to Zercher. Oh, clean to Zercher. Yeah, yeah, the old clean to Zercher, oh. 180 kilos or something like that. More than that, I think it was like 220. Yeah, he's a he's a big one. Anyway, if you Check haven't seen out. those guys, Will Rattel, uh, Tom Haviland, oh, Owen Livesley, and Mike Van Wick, go check them out on Instagram. There are there are beasts of the week. There's a lot there, but anyway. All right, so getting into today, so we wanted to talk about um, some principles on how to get strong now we haven't really got too specific here but why don't we just start with like um 
you know, I'll throw a curveball and then this will get us this will get us on a good on a good track. Is if someone's struggling to get strong, let's say they've hit a plateau, I think that's pretty common. People hit a plateau in their strength. How how do people overcome that? Whether it be a bench press, a squat, you know, like their pull-ups, you know, or just general like feeling like they're not getting stronger and putting on any more muscle. So they hit a bit of a plateau. How do, how do they overcome that? How do, how do they get past that in the gym? Um, well, I mean, like inside, outside of the gym, I'd also kind of look at like what you're doing outside of the gym, like how many oh, hours a Bit of a curveball back. Yeah. How bit many of a hours return curveball, I see. Are you sleeping? Like, what's your sleep like? What's your sleep hygiene like, right? Yep. Are you eating enough? Um, like if you've, if we're talking about someone that's been training for quite a while, you know, they're decently strong, you know, they've, they've done their... Uh, their time in the gym in their training age um, <clears throat> you know they're not no new jack to this thing yeah I would probably say before me anyway I could be wrong I could be an idiot but I would probably start looking at like okay what is my sleep hygiene like how many hours am I sleeping am I eating enough a lot of people don't eat enough that's a big thing they, mm. they, they, I, in my opinion again um, I would look at those kinds of two things first and foremost before I'd really examine the training itself. The training. And then I'd probably like implement those two things, right? Fix yeah. my sleep better. Yeah. I'd probably eat, you know, quite a bit more. I'd learn how much to eat. Yeah. And then I would keep training and kind of see like, ooh. What happens, yeah. Yeah, because that happened to me. Do you think it's also because like, um, if you tick those boxes sort of, I guess in the, if we just look at it from like the recovery standpoint, like energy, so fueling yourself properly and sleeping, so recovering, having the energy again, it's the energy that then in the gym allows you to push that little bit harder, which is obviously going to bring on more gains or more strength. But yeah, I'm with you on that. I think that's a, that's a good one. Like making sure you get enough sleep, making sure you get enough. I think food is a big one. People think they eat a lot, but it's like if you're not gaining a little bit of weight or a little bit of strength, like um, it's pretty hard to gain strength and not gain weight. Like there definitely comes a plateau at some level of like, you have to put on some weight to get stronger. Like you're going to have to build some muscle mass. You're going to have to put a little bit of weight on to be able to improve that strength like at varying degrees but I think you're right I think especially if you're of a smaller frame like when I was a lot smaller like 68 kilos I was still getting stronger but it's like the rate at which I got stronger like sort of diminished as I got stronger like I think I first hit 200 kilo deadlift and I was like 68 kilos or something which like it was good but it took me a long time and I reckon if I'd been eating properly I would have got there a lot faster 100% bearing in mind I didn't also like have that much of an idea around training principles either, but I was just training hard, you know? But um, but I think you're right. I think people fueling themselves properly, putting on a little bit of body weight, sleeping properly, getting that recovery and nutrition, right? And then being able to actually, I think the difference is then being able to actually train harder in the gym is gonna definitely, that's definitely one thing that people should acknowledge for 100%. sure. 100%, I mean, I don't know anyone listening to this um, is like, try to walk around on like say six hours sleep and then try to walk around when you've had like eight or nine hours sleep. Yeah. And like maybe some people, six hours is fine, but like for the vast majority of people. <laughs> if you're like, doing four, try six. <laughs> if you're doing six, try eight. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's like, but you'll notice the difference, just the way you function. Yeah. The way you just, the, you, the mental clarity. And I have like my personal experience, why I say that is because um, there was a period of time when we were actually moving into the space that we're in because of, I don't know, just that mental stress and wondering and like, you know, whenever you own like a, a business and you're taking that next step it's daunting yeah so i remember only sleeping like five to six hours because my brain was just going right yeah i wasn't eating that much and i was still trying to train at the you don't same get the switch off yeah yeah i was trying to train at the same intensity 
and I just it sucked. I wasn't able to progress. I you know I got little injuries, little things started to like creep up on me, mm. and I wasn't actually able to put that intensity mm. that I was doing previously when mm. I was sleeping eight or nine hours a night, and yeah. I was eating a lot of calories. Yeah, I felt good because I'd rock up to my training session with that. All right, I'm feeling good. Let's, Let's get absolutely it. go. Yeah. Um, so that would be the first thing I as think like a base level. If I can jump in there, I think like the the, the the overarching thing there is like stress. It's like physical stress or mental yeah. stress, but just like in the body, stress. Whatever, however that presents itself or whatever the source is, stress is going to take away from. In fact, I think with most people, like uh, if you're wanting to say, like if we're talking performance, so like in the gym, how strong you are, or you know, if you're a, an athlete, you're performing in a sport, or you've got some sort of like, you know, athletic endeavor that, that like, like running or whatever it might be stress is such a big factor of like the more stressed you are probably the worst you're going to perform mm. you know like so i think like and that's where i think eating right sleeping right but also then having like being able to manage your stress as like you know being out of whether you come into the gym be able to like let go of whatever the day has been like mm. and just focus on training is going to like that's going to 100 percent benefit you and probably for your general population like the stress is coming from daily things like got to pay bills you know uni stress work stress family stress whatever it might be like being out to have some sort of like switch where when you're in the gym and you're there to train you you kind of let that not that you don't care about it but you kind of put that to the side a little bit and get focused on what's in front in front of you like and apply because i think that's a big one is like if you can manage that stress a little bit your training is going to be more productive you're probably going to get a better stimulus from it um but I think that's another big one under that same sort of umbrella of like being able to navigate stuff outside of what you're doing actually in the gym, which we'll get to, being able to like navigate those factors like stress and like um, whatever it might be like external factors. External factors. That's exactly summary. Yeah, well, good, well summary. Yeah, and I'd well, also I totally totally agree with that. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. What about I in know, the gym? I know the same thing. It's like when I'm stressed with whatever mm. and I come into the gym, sometimes it's really, really friggin' hard for me to switch to off. To get focused, yeah. And actually, like, focus. You know, yeah. I'll do, like, yeah. my warm-up and then my main two and then I'm like, nah, because I just, I know mentally I'm not there. Yeah. And I'm like, no, this sucks. I'm yeah. like, I know. But then there's also that other side of the sword where you've got to, like, double down and go, no, you've got to push through it. That's true. There's always, there's always like obviously the, the nuance in terms of like, do you push through or is it a day to sit back? Like, you know, one of the systems we use, which is a helpful tool is like acknowledging whether you're a green light, amber light or orange light or red light. Green lights, obviously like full systems go feeling great. Like today's the day to, to, to work hard and to really like, you know, go to the next level. You've watched pumping iron. That's it. You've had your creatine. You've had 10 hours hydrate. sleep. You've had you've, your creatine. You've had your coffee. Yeah. And you are ready. The boys are there. You are All the girls. Ready. Either tiger is there to set some PRs. <laughs> yeah, Let's yeah, go. yeah. There's that. That's a green light. Then you got your orange light, which is like, okay, I'm not feeling the best, but I'm here and I'm going to get something in. And that's a day just to get to get the work done, you know. Yeah. And there's obviously varying degrees. And then red light might be a day where it's like I'm not feeling crash hot. My boyfriend broke up with me. My girlfriend broke up with me, or whatever. You know, work sucked. I'm just not feeling it today. You might still show up, and and you might just do something. But you might also be like, you know what, I'm not going to train today. I'm going to leave for today. And that's fine. Mm. So I think you're right. That's a helpful tool. What about in the gym? So factors in the gym, like you're hitting a plateau. I think just because it's a really common one, let's talk bench press. Mm. You've, you've been at the same way. This is something I've experienced. I reckon for like two years, I reckon I sat and I couldn't break like 80, 85 kilo bench press. I could just could not do it. Anything mm. above... Didn't have a spotter at the time, training in the carport. The amount of, the amount of times I'd be benching at night or I'm benching in the morning and 
trying to like just crack that 80, 85 kilo mark. Again, weighed a lot less, but got stuck on the chest, you know, had to kind of roll it off or whatever. I had to kind of get out of it. Never really got too, too dicey, but could not break that plateau. What strategies, and now we're talking internally in the gym, programming, you know, exercise selection, um, you know, sets and reps, you know, pedal to the metal. Mm. What strategies can people use to break that strength plateau, break that plateau that like is not, they're not able to put on more muscle mass? What are, what are we looking at? What do you reckon people need to look at there and adjust? Um, I would probably say change of variation. Most of the time, and again, I could be wrong here, but this is just personal experience, but most of the time there comes that like frustration level when you're like super frustrated at something, like ultra frustrated, you're not breaking it. And obviously you're like getting like, ugh. Change the variation, you know what I mean? Maybe still do a pushing movement, but mm. maybe you might do like deficit push-ups. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, you might do more dips. You know, you might just change the movement for a while to just get out of your head and then come back to it. So yeah. then you're giving yourself a little bit of a marker, right? So you're like, all right, I'm hitting 80, you know, I'm gonna go away and I'm gonna spend the next six, eight, 12 weeks, whatever it is, yep. focusing on on like, you know, a lot of push-ups, a lot of dips, yeah. right? And then I'm gonna come back. Bring the dips in. And then I'm gonna try yeah. bench press. One, because it also keeps it a little bit more exciting. You know, like, um, I heard something uh, the other day where a guy did like a massive block on RDL and he like hit his plateau yeah. and he kept trying to push it. And then he ended up getting really, really frustrated. Like it was demoralizing. Mm. Anyway, and some guy, some coach of his um, was saying like, go in and just do good mornings. Mm. It's a hinge pattern. Just do a bunch of good mornings for a while. Have fun. So he went in, did yeah. a whole bunch of good mornings for, for a block. Anyway, came back to RDLs. Boom. Yeah. Broke that plateau. Yeah. So sometimes it's just switching that up. Yeah. You know, a little bit. And just yeah. kind of changing the lens. And yeah. being like, I'm going to still focus on the movement. Like if it's a push or pull, whatever hinge. Yeah. But I'm just going to change the variation. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. I think, yeah, 100% changing the variation. And I think also being able to select variations then that still add to your goal. So if your goal is like, all right, well, I'm plateauing my bench press and, and, and it's been, you know, eight weeks now or whatever, maybe longer, maybe like a long time and you just can't seem to crack this, this um, that plateau is like you said, change the variation, but pick something that still might add to it. Like go and do dips. You're still going to get like your shoulder and tricep and chest strength is obviously going to still get still get better, you're still gonna improve, you know, if you go and change variation and then come back to it. So I think not just changing it for like a men different mental stimulus, which I think is important too, like sometimes just getting out of your head. And cause I think, especially with lifts like a bench press or a deadlift or a squat, sometimes the numbers can play with people. Like mm. you get this specific number in your head and you just, it just messes with your thing from a mental or a psychological perspective. So sometimes breaking out of that and just shaking things up a bit is gonna help you just sort of reset that almost and come back to it like if you're stuck on a bench press or you know what's a good one let's say squat if you're stuck on like a squat and you're like yo i can't squat more than 100 kilos or maybe you don't want to hit that we've had clients like this where it's like that 100 kilo squat mark is just a bit scary because it's like 100 kilos on my back is it's like but they'll do 95 and they'll do that for reps and you're like we know that you have 100 kilos but that mental barrier so it's like well, can we go and like do a bunch of um, like front squats or can we go do a bunch of safety bar squats or something that, or, or can we go leg press a ton and, and show them that like, 
one, get out of their head a little bit, yeah. but show them that they can handle different kinds of weight in different scenarios. And mm. so when you come back to the bar and you chuck 100 kilos, it feels like nothing. Mm. You know, or it feels like achievable all of a sudden. So I think breaking that mental stimulus, choosing exercises that are still along those lines of what you want to achieve um, and then coming back to it. So yeah, 100%. If it's like bench press, like hit the dips, hit the dumbbells, you know, get off the barbell, hit the dumbbells for a bit until you can start pumping more weight on those. Your way up that get into some incline press, get into some shoulder press, like just break down those components of what the lift is and just try and, you know, like, so for me, I'm trying to build my squat. I know that a weak point for me might be like my back. So like being able to stay more upright in that squat, potentially, you know? So one of the things I might break down is like, right, if I've plateaued my squat, why don't I go just smash good mornings for a while, bunch of maybe front squats, you know, get onto the, like the, um, the hyper extensions, whatever it might be, and then come back to, to, to back squats. Even though I've taken a break from them, I've still been working on the components that the are going to build the qualities that are going to add to my back squat. So I'm going to come back and maybe that plateau is going to have changed. You know, mm. I'm going to push through that a little bit. So mm. 100%, I think that's one. The other one I think is sometimes just changing up your sets and reps a little bit. Or having a plan. You know how sometimes like just this having a, a simple plan of how say, you're going to increase your reps and sets and sticking one. to it. Like I think like people come in sometimes to the gym and it's like, I'm just going to do eight to 10. And all they would do is like work up to the same weight, do eight to 10 reps, I can get a pump, think of leave. a bunch of people that I know that uh, they've been on the same weights for their, their lifts for so long. Yeah. And I ask him, yeah, like, what, you know, what's going on? What do you, what do you do? And it's the same kind of, oh, I come in, I three by eight. Yeah. And I'm like, cool. Yeah. And how long have you been doing that for? And they're like, oh, four, five, six months. And I'm like, maybe it's time to do something a little bit different. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Go in and play with something. Yeah. Work up to like a heavy single and then just do back down sets. Like, you know, yeah. try different things. You yeah. know, this is the, the other thing is like, sometimes it's, you, it's like if, people had actually like a, a, a plan or a program yeah. that they could follow, they'd probably see some, you know, more results if that's, they're that's plateauing. It. That's it, yeah. I think that's what I was kind of speaking to, I guess, is like when, when, when me and Callum, for example, went through that big block at the gym mm. and we started with something like three by 10 and Disgusting. we did that for like back squats, we did it for like bench press. It was, pretty, it was a pretty linear progression, like, mm. which I think for the most part, if you haven't ever followed any sort of structure, a linear program is a great start. Because all it is, is you're just increasing maybe the reps and sets over time. So over an eight week period, you might take your bench rest from doing three by 10 at a certain weight. And then after two weeks, you might go to three by 11 and three by 12. And then you might go four by 10, four by 11, four by 12. So much volume. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. a lot of volume, but you know what I mean? Like yeah, you just yeah, take yeah. a really simple linear progression and it's not going to always work because you will reach a plateau where you can't just keep adding a rep every fortnight because you know, the weights are going to get heavier. You're going to fatigue. You know what I mean? Like that's not, all, it's not going to work forever. But for someone who's never followed a program, having that little bit of structure that's going to allow you to just sort of incrementally add mm. that little bit extra each week over time, you know, and you can slow that down. If you start, if you're dealing with heavier weights, you can slow that progression down. You might do, you might do four by 10 for like four to six weeks. And then you might do five by 10. You add an mm. extra set you know, not an extra rep. Or maybe you just add one rep on the last set or you do your last set to failure. Like there's so many ways to look at it, but just having something that's mapped out that allows you to track like your progression in a, in a somewhat linear fashion, mm. I think is a really great step as well from an intern, like from an actual exercise selection or a rep selection point of view. Like that's a great way just to really simply break that plateau, mm. um, whatever the exercise might be. Um, but I think, 
yeah, that's that's what I would also opt for is just try and get some sort of plan, you know, direction into how you're going to sort of overcome that. Hundred percent, hundred percent, and I, and also it's like having a plan and a program and, and then following that and and also like yeah, just experimenting, tinkering with stuff, you know, mm. try different, just try stuff, you know, just maybe try three times eight and you might go three by six and you know just trying different things yeah. and, and, and uh, experimenting I think that's another another thing that people are a little bit afraid to do you know because we'll, we, things, we'll yeah. just get stuck in that routine yeah it's like just try stuff you know yeah obviously be smart about it don't if you can only squat 100 kilos don't be like well I'm just gonna try 180 today like <laughs> don't be stupid this yeah. is the disclaimer <laughs> don't do that yeah we're not um, liable for anything that yeah. you do off this so, <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> do what but, you want <laughs> yeah, but you know but yeah, I think that's that's having a program, having something that gives you guidance um, and something to kind of turn to when you do have those questions or you are like, hmm, you know, I just... What do I do here? Yeah, what do yeah. I do here? Having something to turn to that's a framework and can be like, we're going to go here. That yeah. can be a lot of like mental... Uh, give people a lot of mental clarity. Yeah. And it like takes away mental stress. Yeah, 100%. Because that's... Just that's, someone doing those hard, asking those hard questions for you and saying like... 100%. I want you to do this today. Oh, okay. You're feeling like that. All right. We're going to do this instead. Yeah. hundred percent. I remember when 100%. I used to go to the gym and make it up. Like yeah. I'd go to any time and I just like rock up and I had like a really rough idea, but I didn't know enough about training at the time for me to really like, um, be effective in a sense. Like yeah. I'm obviously moving my body. That's what we want. I'm, I'm yeah. doing something, yeah. but I used to go in and just like make it up yeah. and I got caught in that cycle yeah. where it was just comfortable. Yeah. Where it's like, and then when I went and got a coach, he was making me do tons of uncomfortable shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, yeah. fuck, this really sucks. Yeah. But then I got stronger and more capable. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Having that guidance. Yeah. Because I'd be like, I don't want to do this. And he'd yeah. be like, well, you're going to do it. Do it anyway. And I'd be like, <laughs> okay. Yeah. And I'd do it. And I was like, oh. Yeah, and you get stronger. <laughs> and then the other thing as well is I get to rock up to the gym and just not think. Yeah. You don't have to sit around you and turn think, up and you just do it right. Oh, boom, bang, yeah. done. I'm yeah. doing my thing. Yeah, hundred percent. I think that's another one. Yeah, it is just having that sort of having direction with it, um, and 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 somewhere, someone or some or something to ask and kind of get that feedback when you aren't, you know, when you aren't finding it easy or you aren't um, sure where to go with that and you're feeling that plateau, being able to be like take a step back or have someone to say, hey, we're going to do this instead, or you know, like, I do think that's helpful. Prime but, example movement: chest, the bar, chin ups. Mm. That is probably the number one thing, right? There's a lot of strong cats out there that can bang out weighted chins and oh, tons of chins, but getting their chest to touch the bar, they're just like, I a don't full, know how to do it. Rep, a full, full rep. Full rep. None of these coward reps. But they're like, I just don't know how to do it. Yeah. Right? It's like, I just don't, that little inch or two. Closing the gap. Closing the gap, it's that thing where it's, it's like, I one. don't know how to do that. Yeah. And that's where getting someone to like walk you through that. Yeah. Okay. Having that guidance. Yeah. Having that vision and that yeah. understanding. Yeah. You know, that can be all the little that difference. Hundred percent. You know? And then bang, your chest is gonna touch the bar. That is. You 100%. are a god amongst mortals at the gym when your chest is touching the bar for reps. People are like, <laughs> Woo! commercial gym. Yeah. Hundred percent. That's right. All right, there you have it. So if you're on a plateau, you're struggling with a strength plateau, then acknowledge the external factors. Nutrition, you know, make sure you get enough fuel, make sure you're getting your fuel. Make sure you're getting recovery with your sleep. Making sure that you're navigating, you know, trying to deal with your stress or at least trying to leave your stress outside your training session so that you can, um, you know, focus on what you're doing in the gym or in your session. And then with your actual sort of practical side of things with your reps and your sets and your exercises, you know, mix it up, try new variables, you know, 
maybe step away from certain exercises and try some new ones for a time, then come back to them later, try different rep schemes, try different um, you know, sets and reps, try different, um, you know, try having a linear progression or try having some sort of programming, try working with someone like a coach or someone to give you a bit of guidance so that you can actually sort of see the progression, someone to give you feedback, all those things are great options. You know, we recommend just maybe starting with a few of them. Don't try and do all of them at once because then you won't know what works. Try and pick one or two to start with, tweak those and then go from there. But that's how we would uh, focus on overcoming a plateau in the gym or in training.